Emily here. I'm coming at you with my jazz voice because I am on a train right now bound for Vancouver, Canada to the Vancouver International Guitar Festival and I'm just trying to be not the most annoying person on this train and just by bringing this microphone out I failed. Uh, just crossed over into Canada looking at the beautiful waters and just thinking about how nice this is. We should do trains more. Um, very excited to get in. Gonna walk straight to the guitar show from the train station. 80% sure I'm clipping right now. Very sorry about that. I will delete this if it's too bad. But I will just let this ambient train noise record for a minute so I can overdub it later. It's Emily here, and I'm here with Michael Spence. Michael, hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going great. Uh, I'm just here looking at your instruments. They are really quite beautiful. Um, were, were they inspired by mandolins with the design at all? They were inspired by a specific electric mandolin that my grandpa's company sold in the 60s. So I, I, I scaled it up to a guitar size, and that's kind of become my signature shape right now. Yeah, they're really, really beautiful. Um, what was your grandfather's company? St. George. And uh, in 1961, he went to Japan and found a guitar company to teach how to make electric guitars. So he's, he's sort of the father of the electric guitar in Japan. And uh, last October, I went to Japan and I met the people he did business with. And they, they told me the story of how, how he stayed for three months and, and just, yeah, just taught them how to make electrics. That's and, awesome. Yeah, so that, that kind of... I had already been building guitars as a teenager and you know, playing in bands and all mm -hmm. that, but learning this story, it, it made me want to pursue this as a career. That's so, so cool. Yeah. yeah. So I've already asked you about this one in particular, and I took a picture. I'll post it to the visual thread or show notes. But this one that's in progress with someone named Greg, could you talk about this uh, instrument? Yep, so, so it starts off, it's a 30-inch scale, short-scale bass. It's got three 
bass strings, but they're doubled with octaves. And it's got an extra banjo fifth string style string on it. Uh, but the fretboard is microtonal, so it's got quarter tone notes all the way up. And then at the 12th fret to the end of the neck, it's fretless. And it's, it's a brass fretboard from then on up. Uh, yeah. It also has a, a harp section, you know, found on the Dan Electro choral sitars. That's so, so cool. So it's definitely for experimental, microtonal, Middle Eastern, you know, that, that sort of music. And uh, I'm excited to hear nice. what, what kind of music's made with it. Yeah, so, but the, the shape is your bread and butter, I assume, just standard guitars? Yep, typically? for now. This is, nice. I have a new model that I'm introducing, you know, later on this year. But, yeah, this scroll shape is 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 my standard it's based on a mandolin awesome well they're really really beautiful thanks for taking a couple minutes to talk to me appreciate it very much thank you thanks well hello hey emily hey layla how you doing i'm okay yeah i'm here now with layla from tuna tone instruments admiring my brand new guitar that i'm going to take home after the festival it's great i love it tell me about it what do you think i think it's perfect I think it's exactly what I thought I was going to get, and I'm very excited for that. I'm so glad to hear that. What I forget is, I, I forget how lightweight it is. It weighs nothing. Yeah, I ran out of time. Uh, I ran out of time before leaving town to come here, um, so I didn't weigh it. But I think they, I don't know, five pounds, five and a half? It's it's nothing. It's negligible. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait when I get home. Okay, perfect. I was going to ask you to do that, actually. I'll, I'll make Rick get on the scale. I'll weigh him before and after. We might have to get new batteries for the scale. He's the one getting on the scale because his number is very small.
Hey, Emily here again at the Vancouver International Guitar Festival. Yeah, it's a festival. Yes, it's a festival. Yeah. I'm here with Jason from the Fretboard Journal. Thanks for having me, Emily. Yeah, of course. So uh, we've known each other almost as long as I've lived in Seattle. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I started working with Artist Home basically the week I moved there. Yeah. And uh, the Fretboard Summit, the first one was already yeah. in the works. It happened later that year. Wow, that's wild. Isn't I had it? no idea. Yeah. You seem so established. I know. And rooted. Yeah. It, well, it happened really quickly. Yeah. But uh, sometimes it happens with moves. Yeah. But you're moving soon. I'm moving uh, out of the city of Seattle, but I'll still be considering myself a Seattle resident and tell everyone I'm living in Seattle. So, nice. Yeah. Awesome. And you've been downsizing your guitar collection? No, the, just no. furniture. Just, just furniture. furniture. Not ah. downsizing the guitar that makes collection. Me, that makes me glad for you. Yeah, the amp collection has been growing, nice. which is not, I would have not anticipated that. But Yeah, I'm so. trying to not like fall into that amp thing. Yeah, you're more into pedals. I love, but pedals, the thing about pedals is I have a very small house and you can put pedals on the shelf, you can put them yeah. under the sofa, Yeah. and then you can pull them out as you need them, but amps, whew. I, I couldn't store them. Yeah, I think I need to get like one cool hipster pedal to get into the to go into the wading pool of swimming in it. <laughs> but I'm not there yet, and I I don't know. I keep looking. I get all the Instagram videos yeah. like everybody else. I'm like, oh, that looks cool, but what would I do with it? So that's that's kind of the thing with some of them. Yeah. Have you seen the new Chase Bliss? Yeah, pedal? I've been eyeing that one. I thought about that one. Yeah, know? I'm like, that's really cool. I have no idea how you use it. No, and I thought about, like, uh, sometimes at the Fretboard Journal we have video shoots, and we had Bill Frizzell there yesterday, oh, wow. and I was kind of like, could I get one in time? Like, could I go buy one at the guitar store? I don't think I could have, but I'm like, but then maybe we would just not get anything out of that for three hours. You'd just yeah, be you'd trying just to be figure out how to use it. Yeah, because the thing about Chase, I'm so intimidated by them. But I feel like people keep telling me that, like, once you have one, you kind of learn, like, the language of it. But yeah. I just, I don't have time to learn a new language. I, yeah. I will be the first to admit at the NAMM show when they have their, like, guitar headphone set up where you can, like, try stuff out. Two out of three times I go there and I'm listening to the, like, fuzz or craziness, wildness of what the last guy did. And I don't even know how to turn it off. Yeah. Like, I'm that guy. I just yeah. want to like unplug everything and yeah. plug it back in to reset the clock. Exactly, I so. get that. But uh, anyway. the fretboard journal, it's it's a lot of acoustic stuff. But you guys have been doing more electric things, right? You had that uh, electric guitar issue. We've, we're doing that again in the fall. Oh, nice. um, so I love to write for that. You have an open invite. Sweet. Um, yeah, you know we've always been, I'd say like 60, 40, 60 percent acoustic, 40 percent electric. And, you know, it was just kind of a fun thing of, like, what would... So many guitar magazines are basically all electric. It was like, what yes. would the Fretboard Journal version of Electric Guitar Magazine look like? And it had a cool cast of characters. It was fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was based on the cover. Yeah, and that yeah. was another thing of, like, let's just be weird. No one would expect... They would all expect Eddie Van Halen on the cover of the Electric Guitar Annual or whatever. Let's put yeah. Feist. It's She's un awesome. It's unfortunate that people don't think of Feist when they think of electric guitars. It is. They probably yeah. just think of colors and really wonderful music videos. Yes. And she has a lot of those. And that's all... I mean, the, the way that all came about was my buddy Chris, who also lives here in Vancouver, who does Union Tube and Transistor Pedals. Mm -hmm. 
and has a store here called Exile on Main Street. And he oh, nice. he hooked her up or her tech up with some pedals, and so he had the connection, and I was able to kind of plead our case and make yeah. the interview happen. Yeah, it's really nice. To, I feel like when you think about guitar magazines, I think so many of them are kind of stuck in this 80s rut, just like even looking at the covers and yeah. stuff. and the things they talk about, I'm not sure if that's how people are playing guitar right now. I don't know who those guys are, but I don't talk to them, the people who either. live and breathe. Although, you know, we're like a tiny barnacle on the side of the whale of guitar media. We're, we're a tiny bit of it, and maybe I should sell out more. But yeah, I just most of what we've done for 15 years is like the actual music that's on my stereo at the time. And yeah. sometimes that's like Rykuter or Little Feet or some retro yeah. cool vintage thing. But a lot of times it's new people or Americana or yeah. Gillian Welch or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I so. mean, I remember uh, being, God, how long have you guys been a magazine? Almost 15 years. Yeah, I remember probably 15 years ago seeing the Fretboard Journal and Borders and buying it. Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it seemed like a different kind of, because I, I remember I, I subscribed to the Guitar World and all those, and they were just like, just such sexist bullshit. Like, yeah. I think I canceled my subscription when one had um, this contest that was, the, the contest was literally like, have your girlfriend take like a, a pinup photo with your guitar. Oh, and God. And one of them's going to win. And I like canceled my subscription right then and there. And yeah. then I look at your magazine, you have Nico Case on the cover. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, she oh, wrote shit. for our first issue, which yeah. was rad. She you interviewed Char Charlie, Levin? Charlie Levin for us. Yeah. I have this. You would like this, appreciate this. I have this big Charlie Leuven poster in my house that was signed by him. The Satan is real or no? Not just a different Charlie Leuven thing. Uh, it was it was one of his last albums, oh, okay. the black and white, but yeah. it was the kind of thing that they put in record store windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Grimey was, was selling him like, Oh, I need this for ten dollars and my husband you was do like need that. Mm, Yeah, yeah. He, uh. he, he 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 gets it. He's like that's why we're married. Yeah. But then I took it home like, Oh shit. He, he autographed this. That's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. I mean, I loved, loved, and loved Charlie Lubin. So yeah. That's really cool. And, you know, again, not something you think about when you think about guitars, but that's like 90% of, 90 plus percent of guitars aren't shredders. No. 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 I mean, our whole thing is like, is it a good story? Yes. It, like, is it, is it a good instrument and do they make good music and also is it a good story? So... I think sometimes the Fretboard Journal is seen as, like, the old-timer magazine, but that's just because they have a lot of stories, you know? A little more Reader's Digest and a little less uh, Us Weekly. I guess so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Reader's Or the, what's that, New York? The New Yorker. Yeah, I mean, then maybe, I mean, it'd be great to be considered the New Yorker or Vanity Fair guitar magazines, but I won't say that. But like, I mean, I will. <laughs> but it's it's just, it's fun to talk yeah. to people who have, like, stories and guitars and, yeah. like, a lot of history under their belt. It's also fun to talk to people who are young and, like, doing really cool shit, but... And I respect that, because with the podcast, I'm like, well, we could talk to the same people that everybody talks to. Yeah. Or we can talk to the people who are good talkers. And that's how we get people like Louise from Dwarfcraft Devices on the show, yeah. or Mike Adams from you know, He's Mike amazing. and Because they have great stories, and those are the episodes that have done better than ever. I mean, yeah. if, I mean, I think most people think, like, oh, we'll talk to someone from Dwarfcraft, we'll talk to Ben. Yeah. I mean, Ben's great. Louise is dope, and Louise yeah. knows how to talk. And that's, especially for things like podcasts, especially when it comes to, like, writing things, telling stories... 
that matters so much more than like who's the hot guitarist right now because like, let's be real sometimes those people aren't good communicators in other ways and that's why they play the music the way they yeah do. I mean you can make insanely amazing music and be horrible about communicating or describing it and that's totally fine, that's fine. but for a podcast where you've got people tuning in presumably for 30 minutes or an hour like you have to yeah. think about that yeah you, you really do <laughs> yeah so that's kind of the thing and you guys have your own podcast we have three now believe three. it or not awesome I know you have we were talking earlier about the amp so yeah, so the rundown is there's the Fretboard Journal podcast, which has been going on forever, like, I don't know, eight, nine years, 250 episodes. That's every week. A mix of luthiers and players and collectors and contributors to the magazine. A guy, uh, a luthier based in Colorado started one called Luthier on Luthier about... Uh, Maybe two or three years ago, and that's monthly. And he has done some incredible interviews that get really geeky. And I've learned about all sorts of cool people like Evan Gluck through that that I would have not known about necessarily. Nice. Where I'm like, this is an, this guy is amazing. Uh, and then we just started at the beginning of this year the Truth About Vintage Amps with Skip Simmons. And Skip, for folks who, why would you know this? He's been in the Fretboard Journal, but um, he's a Northern California amp tech. I've known him for 25 years now. He does repairs and restoration. He's a total purist, like, doesn't want to replace anything if it's not broken. Uh, and I had a great conversation with him for the Fretboard Journal podcast. And at the end, I'm like, Skip, you should have your own podcast because you are amazing and we could model it off of Car Talk or like Eric oh, Dawes' nice. Fret Files podcast where people That's call good. in with questions or write in with questions. So I. I'm not an amp nerd. I'm just like the Ed McMahon to his Johnny Carson. I'm there for the ride. Give yourself, well, give yourself more credit than Ed McMahon. Oh, I mean, I do. I organize it and, yeah. and put it together, which is a fair amount of work, as you know, putting oh, a podcast. Yeah. No one, everyone thinks you just hit record and no, submit. No, 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 no. But, if only. But yeah, we are having so much fun on that, and people are sending in questions from around the world. And now I'm suddenly like, oh, I should have an old amp or two. And so oh, I bought a Silver Face Fender Champ and yeah. had Skip modify oh, it. Nice. Because he's talked about modifying those. And it sounds incredible. Yeah. Like, for I'm all in for $600. And I cannot imagine a better amp for six or $700. Yeah. Um, and then I think I'm getting a Gibson Falcon because he's been talking about those a oh, lot. Someone was telling me, I think... My, my buddy Jim Bowers was telling me about Gibson Falcons yeah. and the tremolo, the onboard yeah. tremolo on them. And yeah. that's like the thing that I really wanted when I was looking for a vintage amp. Yeah. The nice tremolo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a funny thing. Like, um, you know, there are amazing people making amazing new tube amps, and we've written about some of them in the yeah. Fretboard Journal. But I, I'm, it is just kind of exciting to be like, wow, compared to guitars, all this stuff is so cheap, you know? <laughs> I mean, not compared no, to pedals, yeah. but like. You can get an amazing oh, old know. amp for a thousand dollars, and you you can maybe get an amazing guitar for a thousand dollars, but not a vintage one. Can't, uh, not one that's in good condition. Not, yeah, not have one. You, have you seen the uh, Bronco uh, Mustang Hybrid I got no. at the Tacoma Guitar F Show or Festival? I got it was a Bronco neck on a vintage Mustang body. The next day, it's seventy-two. I imagine the body is similar. Twenty-five bucks. What? But uh, completely stripped of paint. And someone had installed a Floyd Rose or something in it, <laughs> so it's 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 a bit carved to hell, but it functions great. Like it had pickup, it had a pickup. And, nope, no oh, pickups. I had right. um Curtis Lamberton from Curtis Lamberton. Okay. 
from Lambertone Pickups uh, is making me some Tele Pickups for okay. it. So um, I'm hoping to get that one done soon. But uh, yeah, it's just 25 bucks for the bare bones. I think I'm all in at less than 300 tops. Okay, that's cool. That's Are you like, building guitars now? Parts caster kind of right. situations. I, I've been working on that a little bit. How many have you made? I've made, I finished two. Um, I have a third one that I just need, I just need to like shin the neck and send it to the friend I'm going to send it to. Okay. Um, I have the Mustang Bronco that I'm working on. And then I have a Wormuth Tele kit that I was going to do. And now I just don't know if my heart's in it, so I might... Okay. Just sell those parts, but okay. yeah. But are you like woodworking at the house and everything? And yeah, I'm doing mostly the great. finishing kind of stuff. I would love to get more into woodworking, just in general. But wow. uh, yeah, time is a thing. I that's new to me. We, we talked about not doing the live events anymore. Yeah. Uh, so time is new. And you have time. some. I have some. It's it's kind of cool. Did you know that some people don't work on weekends? I've I've heard rumors of that. Yeah. But yeah. Now I have like a day off a week. It's wild. I mean, I'm I'm whenever I drive by a brewery in Ballard on like a Thursday at three, there's it's full, and I'm like, who are these people that don't even work on the weekdays? What? Um, well, I don't know who they are. Maybe they go to work at five instead of. Maybe they're like firemen and they have like week on week off shifts. I don't know, or maybe. pilots or something. Like, but why I'm, is traffic in Seattle bad literally all the time? I know, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna make it worse by moving out to the sticks. But are you gonna are you gonna keep biking? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. No. Um, you, yeah. Bike, you bike a lot, right? Not a lot. Not as much anymore? No. Oh. I'm like, I have a kid. I've got to shuttle around, so that doesn't happen. I did build a parts, I did build a parts caster. Oh, yeah? Let's hear about that. Well, uh, it's a complicated story, but I built a parts caster um, from a bare piece, like, cut the, the wood for the body myself, awesome. and I oh, thought that yeah. everything was... You know, got downloaded all the right PDFs on TR, TDRPI, and did thought I was doing all right, <laughs> and uh, and then bought a Warmoth neck, and uh, I shipped it to a buddy who offered graciously to finish it for me, nice. and I was able to procure some like I thought, oh, I'll make this like a family tree kind of guitar. I'll ask a bunch of friends who from the industry to send me something. So like one guy sent me some pickups, oh, cool. one guy sent me an old pickguard. So it was like this motley assortment of mostly old to 80s things yeah. and then this body and neck. And uh, I sent it all to my buddy David and he was like, Jason, I don't know how you did it, but not a single center line was center on this guitar. Oh. And I thought that like the mistake was I used the router too far because I knew I like dug the router in too far for a pickup cavity and it was kind of silly. But I, I was like, oh, David's going to rake me over the cold spot. He's like, no, nothing on this guitar is the way it should be. So he had to do a ton of work. And then he did so much work, he basically was like, all right, we're in this so far. You need to get your ass down to California and put this thing together yourself. Yeah. And I had never soldered before. I had never done any yeah. of that stuff. Oh, man. You don't want the first thing you solder to be pickups on a guitar. Well, I did it. That's and then amazing. it turned out that a bunch of the old junk that people had sent me like never even worked oh. so it's now been replaced with like an air it started Eric as a labor of love and then it ended up slowly. yeah so now we've got uh, a Lawler gold foil that had been sitting around forever nice, nice. for the neck had to route out a little more space for that and then Eric Dog graciously amazing guy 
has this great podcast, Brett Files, sent me one of his podcasts that he, or one of his pickups that he winds. Oh, awesome. So I have a Telecaster Eric Daw pickup for yeah. the bridge. And it's amazing. I mean, we've, like, so many musicians have come and played it, and I'm just like, you know, and, and then a, a well-known boutique builder who I won't name, somebody left one of his guitars at our office, and I think it sounds as good as that guy's All guitar. Right. Well, you can tell me after we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much. Uh, sure. Well, it's good to see you. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's, been it's a fun while. to be on a different podcast than the Fretboard Journal ones. I believe that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I will include notes to pretty much everything <laughs> that Jason just mentioned uh, in the show notes, and check out the visuals thread on Facebook for any pictures I can find. Until next time, which will be in a few moments. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we're not currently at the guitar festival. Instead, we are. Where are we? We're at a tiny bed and breakfast. An air bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. <laughs> bread and breakfast. Maybe I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm here with Adam Turley from Turley Guitars and Layla City from Tunatone Instruments, who were gracious enough to let me crash in their Airbnb last night. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful thing. How are y'all doing? Very well. You awake? Just about. Just about. Working it out. <laughs> yeah. So, Adam, you work in the same shop as Layla? I do. I do. We are shopmates. Shopmates. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we've been in the same shop for two over two years. Yeah, just over three. two years. Yeah. And we actually we moved into that new shop together, um, but we were shopmates in an old shop for almost a year. Yes. Or about guess. a year. Yeah. Nice. Is that when you were building furniture still? or? Yeah, same shop. And Adam came in... <clears throat> to build a guitar with Dion, and so we sort of got to know each other that way. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So tell me about your guitars, Adam. Oh, well, they are smaller guitars, parlor-style guitars. Oh, nice. Um, I try to go for clean lines. I try for some newer-looking modern shapes, but I don't like to get too fancy. Cool. I didn't look at them yesterday. I was kind of running around. Yeah, a I was bit. gonna say it was a little offensive. Do it today. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Good God. Sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't get so defensive. No, it's okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, but you should come play one. I do want to do that. Yeah. I didn't play a lot of things yesterday, except for my guitar. Yeah. <laughs> made by Layla. Rightfully so. It's a it's a beaut. So one of my favorite things that happened last night, Layla, was when um, oh man. The one with the the guy with the glasses and the beard and the long hair was talking to you about if a buyer fell through oh, for that light you? pink guitar. Mm. I was standing right next to Layla um, after dinner, and one of the other builders comes up to her and he's like, you know, if that buyer falls through for that for that light pink guitar, I was like, I might be interested. And I'm just standing right there. Joel, we showed. He knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, that was pretty great. I was like, oh, the check's in the bag, dude. <laughs> He's such a sweet guy. <laughs> yeah. What was his name again for the... Uh, Joel Michaud, and he builds under Michaud Made. Michaud Made. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful yeah. 
acoustic guitars. Really nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we had dinner last night with a bunch of luthiers and other types of folk. Um, I don't remember many other names, <laughs> but perhaps you two could run through some of the people who were there. Dion. Okay. So there's Dion of Dion Guitars. Yep. There's uh, Michael Spence of Spence Instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Mike Kennedy of uh, Indian Hill Guitars out of Montreal. Uh, Joe Michaud, uh, Michaud made. We had Maximilian from, um, oh, what is his? Oh, Maximilian from Spore, Spore Guitars yeah, in right Germany. Um, and his sister Lena. Uh, there is. Oh, there was a lot. Wait, is Shore Guitars the ones that have like the parts on the outside? Oh, it's. No. It's called. One. Oh, no, sorry. You're going to have to edit this. But it's <laughs> Spone Guitars. Spone. Yeah. 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 Spone Guitars. Max Spone. And, uh, yeah, and his sister Lena, they're here from Germany. And, yeah, his instruments are gorgeous. Oh, is he the one right across from you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes, gorgeous yes, yes. acoustic instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really nice inlay work. <laughs> so nice. And just, like, such interesting design. Yeah. 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 Um... Jamie Gale from the Boutique Guitar Showcase was there. Um, gosh, we're missing people. Oh, we're so definitely people. missing yeah, people. Yeah, there was a big table. Was, I was like, we were sitting outside this restaurant. I'm like, I don't think that they're going to fit us in. And they just had like a lot of big tables yeah. Yeah, in like five just, minutes. They happened to be able to accommodate us there. Yeah, it, it was, was great. A, it was a nice surprise. And we yeah. went on a very long walk to a park. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Adam's shoes were eating his feet. My feet were slowly falling off. <laughs> we met some cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah two do. in particular. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Two were really nice, and then one like ran up to us, and we're like, oh, we're going to get to pet the cat, and then it looked at us, and then it just beelined away. We're like, what the hell? <laughs> Across the street. Oh, yeah, and we, met, and we met a wiener dog, too. Oh, yeah. Marcel. 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 You guys ever seen that YouTube video, Marcel the Shell with Shoes yep, On? Of course. It's so good. <laughs> Not familiar. <gasps> what? It's a good one. It's All right. really good. I'll look into it. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite line from that is when the shell says, compared to what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I steal that one in my daily life. <laughs> so what are you all looking forward to today? More of the same, maybe a little busier today, hopefully. Yeah. More people picking up instruments and playing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm i looking forward to, I wish I could go to Nicola Lozanek's setup class. Mm. I wonder if I can swing it. It's probably, I don't know. I'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to... Just people coming through, talking to people, introducing my instruments to people. Mm-hmm. And it's also been nice. There's some people that I kind of know from Instagram, but I've been able to meet them in person yeah. this weekend, which is also kind of That's been cool. nice. Yeah. yeah. And then <clears throat> yesterday I was able to kind of see one half of the room of exhibitors. And so today I want to <laughs> show up early and see the yeah. other half, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. How the other half lives? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How they build. Awesome. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Cats? Drinks? 
No. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty solid. Pretty I'm hoping solid. Emily Harris maybe comes and plays my guitar today. Whoa! That would be neat. That would be huge. I think that would be neat. That yeah. would be really, really <laughs> cool. Yeah. That sounds like a likely plan. And uh, again, like thanks for letting me stay with you guys. Yeah, oh, it's no a problem. pleasure. We got a ton of space here, so it's yeah. This is a, a this is a very spacious Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think they would call this an uh, economy yes. apartment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's not a kitchen area. There's a microwave and an induction plate and a mini fridge. Yeah. There's no art on the walls. No, it's pretty bare. There's there's a uh, coffee machine. And a very oh, small ironing board. Actually, that's exactly like my ironing board, so let's not judge. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used it yesterday. I ironed for the first time in probably 10 years. <laughs> I ironed my shirt. But I won't. <laughs> I won't iron this. No. It's going to be hot in Vancouver today. Uh, Is it? Yes. I wanted to wear shorts, but Layla won't let me. <laughs> Well, they, they're just, they're <laughs> not busy enough. It's not that they're shorts, it's that they're sweatshorts. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thanks for clarifying. Yes. Yes, there's, a, there's a distinction that must be made. Fair statement. Fair there's statement. a little squirrel door, which I assume goes to a creepy crawl space. Yeah, I, I'm assuming there's bodies in there, but I don't know. Oh, certainly. Terrified to check. We haven't checked yet. Don't do it. I mean... Um, Worst case scenario is bodies. Best case scenario is to transport you to John Malkovich's mind. Yes. <laughs> this little creepy squirrel door. Most likely it's paint cans and uh, old paintbrushes, though. Lots of dust and bugs. Yeah. yeah it could yeah. be bugs. Yeah. And then there was the neighbor who was on the apparently on the phone from like 6 a.m. to 7.30-ish. Really? Am I the only one who heard this? I didn't hear it. All right. I definitely, and yesterday I definitely heard lots of like noises, like yeah. people eating breakfast and Let's talking go. to each other. It's yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. very, uh, I slept through it. Yeah. I mean, I live in a townhouse and I can't hear my neighbors like almost at all. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I just am like transported to like college where I'm like, oh, I can hear everything that's <laughs> happening over there. <laughs> yeah. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. It's awesome. Also, the guy was going up and down the stairs in shoes. I'm like, who wears shoes in the house? <laughs> I thought Americans wore shoes in the house. Yes, lots, no. of, lots of Americans do. No, not really. You don't think the ones so? I know. <laughs> the ones you know. My family. It depends uh, on a lot of things, including how white the carpets are. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Or if there's carpets at all. If right. there's carpets. If there's not carpets, then like it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. Eh. Eh. <laughs> no. I think it depends on the family. Yeah. My parents were always like, you take your shoes off. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Now that we've talked about shoes. Hey. Awesome. Um, anything else in this room to talk about? There's yeah. a cool wine rack over there. That is a neat wine rack, but I don't understand why it's like the only decorative thing in this entire... Yeah. yeah. Everything else is complete utility. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Sure, yeah. This is very much a mother-in-law suite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. All right. Well, uh, guitar festivaling is yes. ahead of us. Next and I'm stop a very festival. squishy kind of. You can hear it. <laughs> I'm sorry for the listeners. All right. I'll be back later with hopefully Jamie Stillway and some other folks. Goodbye. Hey, Jamie. Hi, Emily.
top-notch finger picking class. Well, thank you. You have to say that because you were in it. <laughs> I was in it. And then I was like, I need to uh, brush up on my theory. I'm like, if I have the B flat here and the four is there, maybe it's Yeah. That's what capos are for. It works. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You've threatened to have me on for such a long time. I can't believe we're finally doing this. I know. I'm glad. So here you are in Vancouver, BC. That's right. I'm usually closer to Vancouver, Washington. Yes. I always, uh, when I was taking the train up here, I confused the lady when I told her I was going to Vancouver, BC, because at the same time, the tr- like the, within like a five-minute difference, the train to uh, the South Train and the North Train, oh, yeah. which, is, which Vancouver are you going to? I'm like, oh, the one, the big one. This is a little bit bigger than Vancouver, Washington. Yeah, so it's a real place. Yeah. 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 All right. What are we going to talk about today? What are you going to talk about? Can you talk in that direction? I'll talk in this direction. That's nice. Should I move over here so it's less awkward? Let's talk about your guitar. Let's talk about my guitar. Bye. No one can see it. No one can. I'll post. I do a visual thread in the Facebook group for, uh, for our episodes, and sometimes I do show notes as well. Well, then be sure to check the show notes, folks. Show notes. Uh, Jamie's guitar is by dun, dun, dun. Megan Wells from Forestville, California. California. Sound the trumpets. We can't get through an episode without doing a California voice. Okay. I don't know if you've listened to the podcast. Well, I haven't heard the California voice, so how's it go? <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Okay. Well. No. It's going to happen at least I'll say that one. I, I did it very subtly. Oh. When I said the word California, I said it in the California voice. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. So you have a guitar by Megan Wells. Mm-hmm. It is... You want to talk about it? It is new. It is new. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk... I will talk about this guitar all day. I Sure. Five, six, seven, eight. This guitar. So, yeah. Megan Wells. I guitar for seven weeks. It is a small body, small bodied arch top, 15 inches at the lower bout. Mm-hmm. Again, you're going to look, if you're listening, you're going to check the photos because really, it's a visual stunner. It sounds great also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so this guitar and I are definitely still in our honeymoon phase. I was talking to a guy outside who was waiting to attend my workshop and he was telling me about another arch top builder and how it was the greatest arch top and I was like I don't think you understand what I've got in this case kind sir I'll try not to be offended but that is offensive (laughs) (laughs) I was like I have the greatest guitar in the world it's up there Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm anyway I know you you, I didn't see pictures of you playing my to the town I know you played Megan's. I saw the picture. We'll go get those after this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do want to play her guitars. I want to take it and play it into uh, a proper amp. 
I love it. That one? The deluxe reverb? Yeah, we, we could go get it. Now. Yeah. 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 Well, if you want to. Nah, we'll, we'll do it after the... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I definitely, because you know she's just got like that little battery-powered Yamaha for headphones amp on her table. She does. Or something. Yeah, they're comfortable those. Yeah. They travel well. Exactly, I understand. Yeah. But yeah. I actually did get to plug it into a twin reverb earlier, and it sounded great. It wasn't that one. It's the one it's in the hallway. Yeah, I want to take, yeah. Yeah, and as I was playing, I'm like, I need to cut my nails, and I went across the street and got a nail clipper. Wow. Oh, to the drugstore. Yeah, to the drugstore. So now I feel like a human again. Nothing presses the reset button like a nail trim, am I right? It just feels like it, they're on the cusp for a very long time, and then one day they're just too long. And you're like, I feel disgusting. Right? The right. strings get stuck under there. Mm -hmm. Listen, I cut my nails yesterday. I'm a firm believer in super short nails on the fretting hand. Yes, yes. Yeah. I got kind of longish ones because I've been doing a lot of country stuff lately. Yeah. And it just makes it easier. These are a little long. I kind of file them every day. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just sit at my desk in my office, just file away. Yeah. Listen to a podcast. Yeah. Doing keyword research for my day job. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So you got a new pedal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a new pedal. So I always, I will, well, as you may know, for years I played acoustic guitar. Yes. And then I treated myself a few years ago to a that's a nice pedal. Yeah, I love it. Pedley. Yeah, with the Lawler humbuckers in it. And oh, there's a wide range humbuckers. Mm -hmm. I know some people might think that that's you know not proper. It may be unnecessary, but <laughs> but it's fine. Whatever. It's what you want. Well, it's really the color. Let's face it. And the guitar the new, song. And the new fingerboard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that, yeah. That surf green. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I bought that, and I bought a Strymon down. I always get it confused. Kapistan? No, it is Kapistan. Kapistan? That's a great, like. I always get it confused. Kapistan? Kapistan? It's Kapistan. 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 Well, you know I'm from Minnesota, so I would probably want to go ahead and call that a Kapistan. Kapistan, yeah. Kapistan people. Oh, yeah. Well, that started. It's got a nice, it's got a nice tone, that paper tone. Well, you know, I think it had a real nice tone and real user-friendly interface. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, some, some of the striking pedals, they go a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> they get into the computers and all that. Oh, I know. Jeez, you know. I never want a pedal that has a, 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 like a clock display. <laughs> I could do that for hours. <laughs> I know, it's because you're from Ohio, right? I'm from Ohio. We're not famous for that accent in Ohio. I had a uh, Minnesota as a roommate, and I just kind of cribbed her accent for a long time. Okay. It really helps to feel situations when someone's really angry with you. You just say, oh, geez, I'm oh, so sorry. Yeah. Well, we're in Canada, so we want to say sorry. Sorry. But we're sorry. not going to. <laughs> he said, there's a hotel not far from here, and the no vacancy sign literally says, sorry, no vacancy. I'm like, you're not sorry. And the buses say, sorry. I saw that. I was like, they're so polite. Buses that and, then are you talk to, and then you talk to any of the kids, like, we're not really sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not either. I'm sorry for a lot of things, but. Anyway, my new pedal. Yes. Source Audio Nemesis. Nice. It's pretty intense, so, you know, I definitely want to 
it's uh, it's taken me some time to get to know it, and I've only had it for about a week, so. Is it stereo pedal? Yes. So you can plug it with a few different amps? Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited about that. But again, I'm going page by page through the owner manual and step by step through the settings because that one is heavy duty for me. So look forward to my upcoming release. super into overdub land. There's one moment on City Static in which I overdubbed one guitar part. Fun fact. And then I was like, I want to be able to play this all live. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I did that and now I don't have to worry about that anymore. You get some fuzzy swells going. Mm -hmm. Sound real good. Right. Oh yeah, so the whole volume, that whole swell thing, because I forgot to bring your pedal that you lent me for like two years, your big buff. You're <laughs> So I loaned Jamie a pedal literally July of 2017. Maybe it was now. Yeah. And tomorrow is July 1st of 2019 because I gave it to you at Timber. I thought it was when we had brunch in Portland. Oh God, you had it longer. I know. I am so sorry that it's no, it's fine. If you're going to put it on your new album, I'm fine with it. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's, it was so fun because I was using that and then my yep stand. Yep stand. And uh, that was like a happy accident for how I found those like those swells, and then like with the there's a I didn't quite get it on the album as much as I wanted, but there was this great moment where like right at the end you could get this like super far away fuzzy distorted sound that I loved. Mm -hmm. So thanks. You're welcome. I'll get that pedal back to you. It's thinking in the line. Alternately, you could buy it from me. <laughs> well, remember I got that. And Koenig. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I have one of those also. Actually, I, I loaned that out for the past six months to somebody. Uh-oh. Who doesn't want it? I'm like, just give me back my pedal. I feel bad. Listen to this. It's okay, dude. You can keep as long as you want. Well, I was not using it. I am glad that I just remembered this right now in the middle of our conversation on the record that I've had your pedal for two or three years. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, lend me your gear. <laughs> Don't lend me an ear. Lend me your gear. <laughs> lend me your gear. <laughs> I'll never see it again. Yeah. I have better pedal shape. Well. That's fine. That's fine. I know. Now I have to the boutique oh, pedal world. No more, no more big box pedal boxes. Yeah. No, no more big box top boxes. Right. No. No, just the little... I have this new pedal called the Seds Fuzz, and each knob is labeled Seds. Uh, it's yeah. from a book. Yeah. Swamplandia? It doesn't matter. But um, there's no gain control on the fuzz. Like, it's just always as gainy as it is. You can uh, control the volume and, like, other parameters. But, like, it's like, this is the thing that you get. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of love that. Yeah. You get what you get. And it sounds great. <laughs> no fuzz seen with the fuzz. No fuzz. A no fuzz fuzz. No fuzz fuzz. I wanted to make, um, we did a, a fuzz pedal for the podcast called The Mountain. It's still two or three available at spruceeffects.com. I saw them. They look awesome. Thank you. Yeah. 
I wanted it originally to be a one knob buzz. Mm. And there is this artist who did this um, work of art that was called Dial Down the Feminism. And it was just like a dial. And it was like, yeah, one was something like, I forget what the low volume was, but it was like the top, the top one was Raging Feminist. Oh. And I reached out. I tried to get in touch with her and be like, hey, could we license this for our yeah. catalog? Because I thought that would be amazing. And she just didn't respond this time. Maybe it went through the it's her, in the inbox. Yeah, it's her prerogative. But I think that would be the most amazing thing. Yeah. yeah. Just a raging feminist buzz. <laughs> just this <laughs> one knob. <laughs> a I raging like feminist muff style buzz. <laughs> You're on to something. I am on to something. Not on anything. It's fantastic. <laughs> so I can't believe you've never been to Vancouver and you lived in the Pacific Northwest for how long? Well, I've been in Portland for uh, 17 years now. Wow. And fun fact, I actually, I've been to Vancouver one time. It, 20 years ago, I attended something called the International Guitar Seminars as a student when I was, oh. you know, younger, much younger. And uh, so, but it was only on the college campus, which is somewhere not downtown. <laughs> okay. This is your first time as a total tourist. Yeah. Are we going to talk about the boats now? Yes, can we talk? So I, I saw Jamie yesterday, and yesterday she did a little performance. I'm like, hey, do you want to do the podcast? And she's like, no, I'm going to go ride the boat. Very intent on riding these boats. So let's hear about your boats. Okay, well, so I'm sure people who have been to Vancouver know what I'm talking about, but there's these fun little ferries that are like water taxis and they're just tiny, tiny little boats and they're affordable and they go, I don't know, I guess this is called Falls Creek. It's called the Falls Creek Ferries. I'm not sure what it's called, but uh, I can look it up on my no, cannot. Oh, I okay. There it is. Well, so it is the most charming little boat. You just walk on, they don't go fast. This is a great town for walking, for sightseeing. This is a nice town. We walked like 40 minutes yesterday yeah. to a park. And, and the boats are affordable, and I just, I mean, I love boat rides. So, I think I might have posted what, it could possibly be my finest Instagram story of all time today. Instagram Yeah, I know, it's unusual, right? I've only done it like once in my life, but today, I did, while I was on the ferry, and I did like, little stories all together and I really think that I captured the essence of a ride on what is the False Creek Ferry. There's another one called the Aquabus. I was not on the Aquabus. Not the Aquabus. I'm watching now. My commute to the Vancouver Guitar Festival. That is so nice to have listening. That's right. It is a beautiful day. Beautiful. Look at it. You gotta watch oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I like looking at those little things with the faces. It's like grains. The silos of Granville Island. Yes. Which is such an adorable. Oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Right? The time lapse. Come on. I thought that was with the little with the little uh, GIF guy in there. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. That was and really good. But thanks for telling me how to say GIF. I have been calling it GIF. But well, I think the creator one. No, the creator one that's pronounced GIF, and then everyone was like, "Then just you should spell it with a J." GIF. But everyone multiple calls it GIFs. So it's a GIF. Yes, we'll do a poll in the Facebook group <laughs> later. <laughs> GIF or GIF. Can we feature the time lapse with the tiger lying on the boat? Can you download it and send it to me? Yes. <laughs> 
Anyway, yes, yes. Fancy meeting you here. Fancy meeting you here. I was so excited when I found out you were going to be here. Oh, because you thought I was going to return your pedal. Not really. <laughs> I kind of built you up the ghost on that one. Well, well, come now. You're getting on the train tonight with a new guitar. I am so getting on the Amtrak. You're probably like, James, you should stop talking. <laughs> I got to go get on the train with my new guitar. No, my train is with me for another two hours. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your new guitar. Yeah, and you on yours. Yeah, what a year, huh? What a year. Look at us. I know. But I got mine marginally faster than you did. I think I put the order in with Layla in like August. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Guitar number six. It's mine. I don't name my guitars. You don't what? I don't name my guitars. Oh, I'm with you on that one. It's your sixth guitar? You own six, or? It's her six that she's built. Okay. I own more than six guitars. Okay, well that's why they hear about it. I have so many guitars. Great, good yeah. for you. That's yeah, I gotta sure. get rid of this one. Yeah. This is the ones I don't play. I've stopped counting. Yeah, my, my, my dad asked me the other day how many I had after he went to a pawn shop in Belton, South Carolina, and picking up a really nice mandolin for 160 bucks. Uh, I was like, well, how many of this is this big for you? I'm like, I, I don't want to talk about it. What kind of mandolin did you get? I'll show you a picture okay, if great. I can find it. But, um, I have a $90 mandolin that gets the job done. It is like a... Ooh, I don't know, there aren't a lot of them for sale online, so it's kind of hard to gauge a fair price, which is why I think we got it for the price that we did. But it is a... Mer Morgan Monroe Model NMS-7W. Mm. It's pretty. Whoa. Yeah. Unexpected, right? That's so unexpected. <laughs> what is up with that top? Mm. <laughs> oh. It's neat. <laughs> cool. You don't have it yet? No, he's bringing it up in August. He did want to ship it. So he's driving up here. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, that's so cool. Nice. Yeah, you know those pawn shops in Belton, South Carolina. Unless you can get a good deal, because they don't know what they have, and their market is minimal. Huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There's more pictures, probably. Do you play the mandolin? I can play some things in the tuning of a mandolin, for I have a mandocello. And you also play a lot of tenor guitar. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what tune you play your tenor guitar in, but a variety. Do you play this? Sometimes. Yeah. Um, for the for the one with the wider fretboard, I find it easier to play in fifth. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like if you're playing it in fourths, because like the strings are spaced out more like a bass guitar, which is obnoxious yeah. in its own way. Yeah. And so it's just a little bit harder to get like those kind because um, my my other tenor, I have it tuned in fourths. Yeah. Uh, like the top strings of the guitar. So, yeah. got one of each going on. Nice. Yeah. Fourths and a third. <laughs> you play with fourths and a third. The top strings of the guitar. Fourths and a third. Just that D string you're talking about. I just, it's easier <laughs> to say in fourths. I know, I know. I just, you know. Why did I do just, that? I just finished teaching and I like yeah. to get like the, you know, you gotta 
Why did they do that? Why did they do that like that? <laughs> I'm sure there was a reason there. Yeah. So bar chords couldn't be the way that they are. <laughs> I don't exactly think that's why, but we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. Yeah. We don't want to get into that. a discussion of the history of guitar taming. Someone's going to correct me, but because uh, they do, people do that. Well, um, I'm sure. I was like, man, I do not want to get into a discussion of the development of the guitar tuning right now. <laughs> why is this the way that it is? Someone why is are you the way that you are? Lucy Andrew Tooney, Robert Fripp, <laughs> Doug Broads. You <laughs> <laughs> can hear the trolls now. Uh, we just had our two-part episode about trolls. If you want to go back a couple weeks and listen to that, it's Oh, fantastic. wow. Can I talk about one thing? It's yes. so funny. Like, so I did that video a couple... I guess it was an early January for Fretboard Journal. Oh, you did? Yeah, I played um, the something from the new album, and I looked at it one day, and I should know, never read the comments. But most, I mean, they're usually, they're always fine. They're yeah. nice. But this one day, I, I looked, and it was like, this guy, I'm assuming it was a guy, wrote, I love women, but they suck at guitar. <laughs>
with Mr. Doug Cower of yep. both Cower Guitars and Titan Guitars. That's me. That is you. Yeah. You're all Simpsons. I, I, I actually toned it down a little bit today. I realized that if you have 80 Simpsons pins on your lanyard, it weighs 100 pounds. Yeah, you so had a I, lot yesterday. Yeah, I took it just to Ralph Wiggum status and my nice. Mr. Sparkles pin. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, uh, how you been enjoying Vancouver? I like the show. I like being up here. Uh, we came up two years ago. Um, we got to be a little longer. We had a little bit longer trip. We had to be a little tighter this time around, but yeah. um, we missed last year, unfortunately. Yeah, well, so one back. of your guitars made it last year. Yeah. <laughs> I sent two. One showed up. One showed up uh, two days after the show ended. Oh. That was great. Uh, uh, that was that was helpful. Yeah. Very it's helpful. pretty normal for international trips for us. Someone draws a short straw. And yeah. Yeah. That happens. Our show supplies are still in a box with UPS right now. Uh, so I had no business cards, oh. no flyers. Wow. Yeah. But the guitar's made it, so I'm happy. Yeah, the guitar made it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, taking the guitar that I have across the border. There you go. Tonight on a train, so I'll have it. Perfect. Yes. So did you pick it up here, or did you bring it up for it? No, I'm picking it up here. Layla ah, brought it from... So you're getting a new guitar day. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's uh, the pink one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you already had it and then like brought it back to let her use it or. No, this oh, is, oh, this is the exciting. first time I saw. She literally finished it days before the show, nice. as I hear is a common theme among. Oh the yeah, of these shows. the Pernetti guys that are kind of across from uh, you guys. Um, we met them in uh, at Nam uh, like six years ago. It was their first big show, and they flew up from Chile. And they bought a Stumac buffer, had it shipped to their hotel room, <laughs> and they were buffing guitars in their hotel oh, room, yikes. which had to have cost them a fortune because that stuff makes such a mess. There's no way they cleaned it out of the carpet. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, That's hilarious. Gosh. There was someone I was talking to, and he said that for a show once, he was uh, like literally in the airport filing nuts. Yeah. Like, oh, I believe it. Whoa. I'm like, I, I don't know if it would fly in an American airport. Get it? I, <laughs> it's, well, yeah. It is hard to travel with the tools for it. I got popped. I didn't even think about it. We were coming back from Montreal, and I got hassled over, like, a pair of, like, mini wire cutters for cutting strings. And and it was in a guitar case. And they're like, what are these for? And I'm like, for changing strings on a guitar? And they're like, Okay, you can go. Yeah, they don't understand it. Yeah, like, actually, when I left here, you just like speak confidently. Like, well, yeah, I probably should have told them French, and it was in, so it was uh, in Montreal. Oh gosh, uh, when I, I never, left yeah. left here two years ago, I had to steal <laughs> the Airbnb we were in. Like, I broke up. They had like a set of like fancy scissors that were like for you know uh, food scissors. Yeah. And like I took one half of them to open the boxes, uh -huh. and then I forgot yeah. it was in my backpack when I got to the airport, and they were Ooh. big scissors, and they're like. So, uh, what's up with this? I was like, you can keep those. It's like, oh, man. Sorry. I just forgot that was in there. <laughs> I had a boyfriend once who he had, like, one of those Israeli paratrooper bags. Yeah. And those have little holes that are supposed to fit, like, bullet casings. And then he didn't realize that as a, as a gag, some of his friends had, like, oh, put bullets no. in there. So he gets in there and they're like, uh, oh, sir? I bet they weren't friends after that. I'm That's sure they were. Yeah. I don't think that they knew he was going to take it to the airport. I think they just, like, did it in general. And then oh. that's a bag you decided to fly with. Like, you didn't realize that bag suddenly weighed 10 more pounds. Yeah. I, well, that's kind of on him, I guess. Yeah. I have one pair of jeans that must be my smuggling jeans because they're guaranteed to get me a pat down at the airport every time. I <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't bring in this trip. I'm like, yeah. every time I'm like, what, what is with these one pair of pants? Like. Maybe there's a secret pocket that I haven't found yet or something. Maybe. Or like <laughs> just like some weird shadow in them. 
Could be. Yeah. I've definitely forgotten guitar picks in the secret pocket. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, I got it right now. I'm like, got to remember to take these out of my pocket. Yeah. And throw a real hiss fit on the body scanner thing. Oh, I don't, because I'm taking the train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink a half a bottle uh, of wine on the train. Oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch the water go past. Like, mm, I'll bet that's a pretty ride. It's a, Gorgeous. There's a shipwreck at one point. Oh, nice. It's pretty cool. You have a lot of stops between on the way, or um, uh, was it pretty direct? It's, there's no stops after you get into Canada. So it's like Canada, then I'm Bellingham, Mount Vernon, sure. Everett, Edmonds. It's like six. That's maybe. not too bad. It's, it's really not bad. Yeah. And I'm hoping that uh, I'm on an emptier train this time, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah. Eh, it's um, Canada today. You might be okay. No, you're going yeah. tonight. I'm yeah. going tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll I've, be sitting there on the train playing a guitar. It'll be all right. On, <laughs> on the on the way in, I just sat in the bar car the whole time and yes. had my computer out, just like yeah, yep. I, this is like, I could stretch my legs a little bit more. No one gave a hoot. Sure. Yes. Andrew's I like, like it. cussing on the podcast. So Doesn't give a hoot. Ooh, polite, oh, yeah. almost Canadian esque. Oh, yeah, and I'm really good at the Midwestern yes. accent, which kind of delves into the Canadian a little, a little bit. A little bit. So I come here, and uh, once my husband and I were here, and we were eating at a restaurant, and then they get our credit card or whatever, and then I have to sign it. And it, they, you, you know that when you have to sign the credit card here, they know you're an American? Yeah. And they're like, and one says, I thought I heard an accent. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yeah. And it's like, it's always weird to think about yourself, like, this accent that we have yes. being an accent. Yeah. It's a big, as they would say, it's, oh, yeah, a big one. <laughs> California's the newscaster voice. That's the one oh, everybody yeah. wants. Mm. Yeah. Very neutral. Very yeah. neutral. You have to work really hard to have this accent. Yeah. There's Meredith. Maybe it makes it all happen. <laughs> she does not know who I am. Yeah. I She's a little bit of a fog. Yeah, it's, you know, I've worked a lot of events and have been the person running a lot of events. So I get it. Yeah. She's doing 5,000 things. More work than anyone kind of And all her volunteers bailed for packing down tonight. So All of them? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. How? What? Volunteers suck. They are. <laughs> I remember one year at our winter festival, like, all of our volunteers bailed because the passes weren't great. Yeah. I just had to spend the whole weekend selling drink tickets. I'm like, this is not what I'm paid to do. Like, I'm yeah. a marketer. I'm supposed to be, like capturing content and telling the story and yep. crafting an email and I'm just like sitting there like you want one okay so one ticket for beer two tickets for cocktails five tickets each no we don't do bulk discounts no we can't read blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. it's like you're drunk I'm not going to sell you more <laughs> like you are way wasted oh yeah, man thing. like I don't want this fun <laughs> part was the drink volunteers were the paid volunteers because oh, you gotta get people that you trust with money yep. so you yep. pay them yep yep well, that's fun for vol- oh god i wish i could stay in hell but i gotta <laughs> trade oh i'm yeah what a shame what a yeah. shame actually ironically so three years ago we the place we were staying at was right across the hall literally across the street from the venue mm-hmm. and like they were having trouble it was their first year doing it and so i texted her with my hey we got nothing going on this morning. If you need help, I'll come over and help set up. So, yeah, please come over and help. So I went over, and I went to grab one thing. Like, I just bent down, like, a little bit to pick it up, and something in my lower back popped. Uh. And I, I literally, like, I, I had back problems. I lost feeling in my legs momentarily. I had a call to his, I was, like, in tears. Like, I couldn't stand up. Oh, and then, no. like, I spent four days, like, 
you know, bouncing between like bottles of ibuprofen and old fashions and like uh-huh. could just like I look like the Ted Man walking everywhere. Oh and it's God. never totally healed since then. Like it still flares up. Like it's bugging me again this trip. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. So I'm like, awful. maybe I don't want to help volunteer. Maybe I'm just gonna play the back card and how. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I'm playing the train card because yeah. I would totally stay and help. But uh, that's not. Just, if I didn't have anything else to do or anywhere else yeah. to go, but that this is the, maybe the one time this weekend I have somewhere yeah. to go and something to do. <laughs> so are you having a good time at the show? I'm having a great time. It's I'm a fun a really crowd, nice right? Weekend. Yeah. It's the first guitar show you've done. No, I came up here last year, and that's when I met Layla that's right. and a bunch of the people nice. who here. And I've been to the Tacoma sure. one a few times, which is it's fine. Yeah, different yeah. kind of show. Very different. It's got its own charm. I'm doing yeah. Summer Nam, though. Summer Nam's fun. You're going to have a yeah. good time. Yeah. The town is very fun. The well, show I lived is... in Nashville for eight years. Oh, so yeah, so I... you know. Yeah, oh, I know. I know how to get the drunk in Nashville. The bachelorette party capital of the world. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> happened, like, while I was living there. And I just slowly realized, like, why are there so many bachelorettes all, like, yeah. in Nashville? And there's a whole uniform to it. Like, there's a whole... There's a there's a there's a dress code and like yeah, the yeah, bride to be has got like a sash and like sash, so they really stand out everywhere tiara. you go. Yep. Yeah. The last yeah. time I was there, I was like, "What is going on around here?" And then finally, I was like, "I was talking to this bartender. He's like, oh yeah, man, that's every night here. Like, it it's everywhere in Nashville.' I'm like, it's a drag. Cool. It's kind of fun people watching. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it can be. It just it really evolved from like. The big tourism being like the country music fans yeah. to just like people come, who want to get wasted. Come, yeah, drunk and get drunk and stuff. Yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, oh, it's our, it's the Ernest Tubb record store. I, yeah. love, I love Ernest Tubb, man. And to, to like, just like, sure. I want to hear Wagon Wheel. Oh, my God. Yeah. I want to hear the, the Sweet Home Alabama with the Kid Rock. <laughs> like, no. no. Nope. I object. On principle. Yeah, it's the new stairway. Oh, sweet lord. <laughs> Look at that dog. I didn't know there were dogs. Yeah, that's Meredith's dog. Pickles, that's the most famous dog I've ever met. That's Pickles that we, is Meredith's, she named it, that's on yeah, a Pickles von French. And, oh my god, uh, Literally, I love we were having dinner last night, and I think 13 people stopped to get selfies with her dog. Oh my god. Yeah, that dog's like a Nordstrom's campaign what? up here. Oh yeah, the stories are ridiculous. They're just... For some reason, that dog is the most popular animal I've ever met. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I've never met an Instagram famous animal. Before. No, I and that's yeah, not like and it's it wasn't like they Instagram famous. Yeah, it wasn't like they went to Nordstrom's. Like they just happened to be there. It's either Nordstrom's or something like that. Yeah, and they're like, "Can we take a picture of your dog for our Instagram?" And and then and then they called her back like, "Can your dog do this ad for us?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, I guess. It's a very handsome animal. Yeah, it's a cute little dog. Yeah, that's the Pernettis. They're from Chile. Uh, they're awesome. real sweet, very fun people. I was outside and uh, there's a lady like cradling a baby that looked like it could not have been more than two weeks old. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, man, we were at Nam so years ago and Phil X was walking through with like his three month old baby and I was like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Three months. Phil X is kind of a weird. Yeah. Funny character, but I was like, that's cool. You brought your little kid. Do they have like the ear protection? Yep. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, ear muffs bigger so than his cute. head. And... Oh, so cute. <laughs> Amazing. That's fantastic. Well, Andrew actually had a bunch of questions he wanted yeah. to ask you, and they are all very, very long questions. Oh, good. And I, I think, okay, this is, and this one I just want to do because I think that you and I are closer in age. Sure. Uh, than you and Andrew, because um, Andrew wants to know whether the hashtag 
the cower of love is a Scott Pilgrim reference, a punny hashtag or something deeper about the hubris of your branding and values. I think that was a joke. I hope so. It's Huey Lewis. I know. Like, <laughs> like, when I, thought, I was thinking about that in my mind, I, I saw like I saw Scott Pilgrim in my mind. I said Back to the yeah. Future. Yep. And I'm like, how young are you? <laughs> but no, it's definitely uh, Back to the Future. Huey yes, Lewis. Yes. Yeah. I was. Like, so that's why I picked that one because uh, he, since he's not here, he gets the shade. Okay. Of- are you ready for uh, a quick nerd trivia? Yes. In Back to the Future, when he auditions for the school. Uh, the guy who tells him he's too loud for the school band is Huey Lewis. You're right. <laughs> That's good. I forgot. I love that about that. Oh, man, because like, when I think about that movie, I don't think about the beginning. Yeah, you always forget about the first 15 minutes yes. or so. It's like, yeah. it's, I love movies like that where you're watching like, oh, yeah. yeah. This has a whole It's like, almost thing like, like I don't think I've ever seen Shawshank from the very beginning more than one time. I've always seen about... 20 it's minutes it's in. Always on TNT yeah, and you you're catch like, it. I could, I'll keep watching yep. this. Yeah, you take it 20 like, minutes Miner's in and daughter yeah. and movies like that. Like, I got nothing to do for the next five hours with commercials. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That's that's one of the best five hours of commercials. It, it you is. Could it really is. Nice. Sorry, I didn't mean a detour. I no, just, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, Huey Lewis and your trivia. Andrew also wants to know if you know the band name Six 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 Person. Uh, I yeah. I mean, okay. There's two things about that. I don't know him personally other than through Instagram, yeah. but I love him. I we love we him are so both much. Simpsons nerds, and, yeah. and uh, he's one of the funniest. But uh, there's this kid, he's a, not a kid anymore, Pete Jonas. He's kind of an like a Mason. He's in that circle. Pete is convinced I'm the band memes guy. And I'm like, oh. I, am not the, I am not that funny. The band memes guy is a million times funnier than I am. He's so, just, gosh, it's everyone on point. you're like, yep, like, there's, yep. No, there's not been a dud. No, every one of them is glorious. Yeah. The, oh, my God, the, what was it yesterday where, uh, the, with Mark and the, more, he's putting on the clown makeup. I was like, oh, that's so mean, but <laughs> so good. I that one. <laughs> oh, it's Mark really solid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's literally like he's working through the lines from that video that Gibson made him do, <laughs> and then, like, he's putting more and more clown makeup on. Uh, yeah, that uh, one. <laughs> oh, so mean! And it's so really true. mean. <laughs> I want you to know that you've been warned. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good one. Yeah, he, he's he's solid, man. He, he's really funny. I I basically uh, told him he's got a standing invitation for Nam next year if he wants nice. to go. Nice. Uh, I kind of want him to live beam Nam. I think it could be amazing. Oh, that would be so great because yeah. I'm sure there's so much memeable there's stuff so there. So much cannon fodder there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would have years worth yeah. of material. So, yeah, hopefully uh, one day we'll meet in person. All right. Yeah, you're just playing it, Nam. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do the showcase again. I was going to do the big booth this year. Because yeah. we usually do big booth, showcase, yeah. you're off. And then I did oh, okay. showcase last year, and then I filled a spot. They had a cancellation this year. Okay. The, like literally the Monday of Nam, and we took that table um, as a favor. And then I was going to take the year off, and I... Every time I tell him, I'm going to take the year off, I never get to. But this would have been our big booth year. And honestly, the showcase is really a nice way to go. Yeah. Like, we spend, to do a 20 by 10 booth, we easily spend 30 to 40 grand. So much yeah. money. And we have to build 20 to 30 guitars just for NAM, which means we can't sell any of those till after NAM yeah. or, or at the show at best. And we're so busy this year, I can't do it. I, yeah. I, I couldn't even get guitars done hardly for this show uh, without putting customers off schedule and yeah, so I and you gotta you gotta value those paying customers. Yeah. yeah. So we're just gonna do the small booths for guitars, it'll be easy. Nice. We'll start planning that out pretty soon and 
And then I'll wait till the last minute and do it like everybody else. Yeah, well, I guess I'll see you in July then. But thank you so much for doing this. I'm sure we'd love to have you on for a proper episode. Anytime. I'm always around. All right, thank you so much. Travels are good. Awesome. All right, I'm here with Nicola Lozenak. Hello. From? From Vancouver, B.C., Canada. All right. Yeah. So you all listeners don't know this yet, but I do have an episode in the can, a video episode nonetheless with Nicole. I just haven't, we just haven't had time to edit it. You're just building the anticipation. Just building the anticipation. It's going to be amazing. So I'll try not to ask any duplicate questions. Sounds good. But uh, so you'll hear a lot more about Nicole's story there soon. But in the meantime... Let's talk about this here guitar show this weekend. Let's talk about it. Has it been a good weekend? I've had a really full-on weekend. It's been lots and lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I taught two classes, one today, one yesterday. On were they the, both sold out? Yesterday was sold out. Today, I'm not sure what the numbers were, but it was pretty full. So, nice. yeah, I, I maybe it was. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. setting up guitars? Guitar setup. Nice. Yep. Uh, yeah. All the details on it. Uh, awesome. Trying to cram it into an hour, and it's not enough time for sure. I, I was like babysitting Layla's booth so that she yeah. could go to your uh, workshop, I guess. Is yeah, work. it was awesome and to see her in the I was class. Like, How was it? She's like, it was so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I feel honored when other other builders or repair people come and sit in on it, but they all do, and I mean. Uh, I'm I'm happy to share whatever I've learned over the years. That's right? the way to do it. You know, yeah. you shouldn't hoard knowledge. Hoarding, there's something so weird about hoarding knowledge. I I was just talking to uh, uh, Dion James about that. He yeah. he builds gorgeous guitars. I love his stuff. Total minimalist. But uh, we were just talking about like you know sharing some info. And I studied with this uh, master luthier, Geza Burkhardt, which was very fortunate that our paths crossed. And he taught me so much and so fortunate and so grateful that I had that background and experience but he's from Hungary and he's like you know in in North America it's actually uh, there's this environment of like hoarding knowledge and being competitive and he's like you're not furthering the trade by doing that if we actually all share information then uh, we're actually all going to be better for it in the yeah. long run. So I, I definitely try and take that forward. And there's definitely like the idea of like protectable knowledge, sure. and patents and things. But like tips and tricks, like don't like. Yeah. I just think it it makes your world feel smaller in a good way, like closer. And it's a great like I just from a marketing perspective, yeah. it's one of the best things that you can do. I think that it, it feels smaller in a bad way when you don't share, yes. and it, the world is smaller and closer in, in a more of a community way when you do share. Yes. And you know, every time you share something, somebody shares something else with you, mm-hmm. and it just it, it just works. everybody wins. Well, everybody feels better. It's great. <laughs> it's such yeah. a different way to think about things, but it's right. I yeah. Think it's right. Yeah. Like, I trade secrets. Why? Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, um, the other thing is, I, I, I give lots of information away, uh, but you still have to, like, you know, you still have to be good at it. Like, I, I can tell a million people how to do it, but I, you know, also, you, you just have to practice and just keep doing it, and why yeah. not just have better stuff out there? Raise yeah. the bar all around. Yeah. Raise the bar. And that competition is what keeps you going. Somewhat, yeah. I would think so. Like, oh, someone else is doing it better, I want to, like, can I do it better than that? Like, in a healthy way. I honestly just I'm, I'm feel like I, I am competitive myself, yeah. but I, I, I really, um, I don't, I don't try to compare myself to others too much because I find that makes me unhappy. <laughs> um, I, but I, I like to challenge myself and just be like, strive for the absolute best you can do. 
and then next time improve upon that. Like yeah. I just I, I you know how you have to have like little uh, passcodes and like secret words on your bank accounts. I yeah, don't know if you yeah. have that online or whatever. Do, yeah. Uh, one of my 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 password that uh, good luck if you can get there because also <laughs> my the bank that I bank with is a credit union and sorry about everything but they're not great. So good luck getting online there. But my little my little catchphrase is strive for excellence. Nice. And so I feel like I'm always actually striving for excellence and trying to do the best I can and being competitive with the last product that I made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Speaking of which, you, you brought another... I brought another, another guitar, guitar to the show. Yeah. yeah. It's got a sister now. It's got a sister and, and there's one more, another bun in the oven, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I'm really happy about it. I, I think it, it's... Uh, I, yeah, I, I really like the way they sound, and uh, I mean, I like the way they look, and of course, you know, too, yeah. I made I made those choices, so of course I like it. But um, yeah, I, I'm very pleased. I'm very good. pleased. Yeah, yeah, it sounded great. They oh, both sound really you. good. Cool. Different. Both good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I tried to because it's an experimental bracing pattern that I based off of somebody else like other things that I've seen but then I augmented in so many different ways that it to me is just like I'm still discovering so I tried to just change it a bit yeah. where it's like okay I want to do this and I, I I was making educated guesses but I feel like I made I'm like I'm learning I got yeah. it I'm like you know I uh, I think I know what's going on here so right. it's cool yeah. yeah that guy didn't quite make that dunk no he didn't he, oh so uh, the Vancouver International yeah. Guitar Festival is a multi-use facility. <laughs> to say. There's, there's a basketball court here. Yeah, it's basketball yeah. goals. What else? We've got balloons up there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, were those there yesterday? I don't know. There's a soccer ball, so there's got to be something about that. I noticed it as soon as I walked in today, and I'm like, I feel like I would have, but I might have been a little, like, surgical focused. <laughs> like, my Yesterday? My Did you play yeah. my guitar? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I played it. Yeah. I, I played both guitars, um, and uh, I played the one that uh, Layla made for you, mm -hmm. and I played the one that Layla made for Megan Wells. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've never played one of Layla's guitars up close before, and I, was, I really wanted to see it. And it was really cool because from the photos, to me, I wasn't sure of the scale of it, the actual exactly, size. Because the headstock is a little deceiving, I think. I think so. Yeah. Felt great. Um, I really like. I, I don't know. There was something about playing uh, the guitar that she built for you, but I'm like, oh, it actually makes me feel like I can play guitar. Like I just, I was getting it's, in a groove with it, really enjoying it. It was some cool. Some guitars just are—they play really easy, you yeah. know. And some take a little bit more work. Some you got to fight a little bit more, and that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. Part of that is the setup. Yes. Um, oh, part she of she set it up so I like perfectly. Yeah. I, like I think it was like a week ago. I was just like, what? Okay, strings are you putting on there? Sure. It's like Valid question. Like, perfect. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I just—I realized I forgot to be like, I like tens. Yeah. No, it's important. <laughs> Yes. What uh, what brand string do you play with? Um, I play a lot. Um, they're Everly Rocker Vintage strings. Ooh, fancy. I, I don't really. know those strings. So uh, there was a company called Gear Supply Company a long okay. time ago. And I just have a bunch of their strings, and they went out of business. But they were just, like, rebranding other people's strings, which uh, I didn't yes. realize at the yeah. time. But I uh, found out that. that they're basically, like, Everly Rockers, like, uncoated. Uh, but I have some Gabriel Tenorio strings I'm going to put on cool. my one of my Jazzmasters. 
And, uh, and when I buy them, I just send up idea diaries. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm I not mean, that picky. I should like I want to experiment more like with flat wound versus round wound and things. Like, oh, I've you totally really should. It. Or like different brands have different uh, like feels and tensions yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's worth it's worthwhile experimenting. I, I mean, mean it's, it's a cheap experiment. It's super cheap experiment. Yeah. It's not like these are like violin strings or double bass strings or something like that, which are hundreds yeah. of dollars. It's like the guitar I play the most has a Bigsby on it, so I don't really want to I want to minimize how much I change those strings. But Fair like, enough. With Layla's, uh, it's just like very simple setup, oh. vintage style tuners. I'm like, I could, I could do these in five minutes. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It reminds yeah. me I need to go to the, the Adario booth and get a new uh, string winder. Yeah. I was like winding my strings the other day, and then just I heard a pop, and then it's just like, oh, oh. Like, crap. Oh. Oh. Well, I was going to say, if you want to swing by the shop again, I can give you a lesson. We can cut that time in half. <laughs> Next time, I have to yeah. be at the train station at 5.15. That's right. That's right. Yes. I, I know. I'm just teasing. Yes, just yes. teasing. Part of me is like, maybe I should upgrade to business class. So I'm not going to do that. All right. <laughs> awesome. A little, more, a little more space for me and the guitar, the teeny tuna. Teeny tuna. That's her name? That's the model name. That's the model is teeny tuna? Are you gonna give her a name? Is she, can she be like Tina Tini Tuna? Tina the Tini Tuna. Yeah. Or Tina Tina No. I give I call them by their given names. That's nice. That's nice. It's very respectful. The white jazz master. The black jazz master. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I I I sometimes like when dude we talked about this on the podcast when dudes name their guitars like always after ladies. I'm like. It is a little weird. strange, yeah. It it is a it is a thing. Like this is Betty, and this is um, this is like or it's like the people like, from. She's a good girl. She's a good girl. It's, it's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> I had her screaming all night long. You're like, yeah. oh come on. I know. Like, that's you, a real gross thing to say. No, no guy ever walks into my shop and says, "This is my guitar, Bill." No. <laughs> I should start naming like, yeah, this is Frank. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no. this is this is Johnny. I don't know how my husband would feel about that. He'd be <laughs> right? Like, Emily, why are you suddenly naming your guitars weird? <laughs> like, yeah. of all the names, or you just like name them like, oh, this is cauliflower. <laughs> this is popcorn. That's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Yes. yes. Popcorn. So, yes. Popcorn. <laughs> this is it's snap. This is real butter. Crackle. This is not crackle and pop. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. Totally. I think they're they're. They are clearing now. up around us. Uh, I know you have someone else to go talk to. I'll talk to him later as well. Sounds good. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for giving me 10 minutes of your time. That was awesome. Thank you, Emily. Always a pleasure. And keep an eye out and an ear out for the episode that we're doing with Nicole. Is there anything you want to, like, rip while... Just, you know, come check me out. If you like like guitars, uh, I'm your girl. Nice. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Emily here one last time with... Paul Hummiller from Dream Guitars. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about Dream Guitars. Sure. We're pretty basically a high-end guitar boutique shop um, based out of um, the Asheville area in North Carolina. Um, I started Dream Guitars about almost 20 years ago now. Wow. We were one of the first shops doing, um, carrying pretty much just handmade high-end acoustic guitars from the small independent luthiers. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we, we've done a lot of interesting things over the years. Like we, We've become one of the first shops to ever record like every guitar we sell. So there's videos Whoa, and that's, a lot that's, of content. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is, so I'm in a really neat position where I help luthiers like here. At, we're, at, we're talking at the Vancouver Guitar Show. So yeah. 
I help all of these luthiers sort of get their guitars in the hands of players, and at the same time, I get to help players find really beautiful, inspiring instruments. Yeah, I saw you had something from Dion yeah. up there, and I know you're going to talk to Nicole Olazanak. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I travel to these shows to try to find um, new builders um, mm -hmm. or just re reestablish and re you know connect with builders I've already been working with for years. Yeah. Um, I'm really lucky I work with some of the best in the world already. I work with um, over 100 different luthiers from That's amazing. Away. Yeah. Yeah, especially a lot of these folks, like it's really hard to get your, like we were just both in uh, the marketing masterclass with Jason from the Fretboard Journal and just talking about how like there are, you know, more guitars than there are people who play them. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a challenge to weed through. You know, there's so many. It's it's a, it is the golden age of guitars. So there's all these amazing guitars to choose from, but they're not all equal, and they're and they're all made for different purposes. So if you're just a buyer trying to find, you know, through these hundreds and hundreds of great independent makers, find the right guitar, it can be daunting. So yeah, that's sort of where people like me come in. I'm, my my job is to play them all. I'm a player and have them my whole life, and then be able to really articulate what's different between them. Um, yeah. and, and also I go to places like this and I'll, I've met builders here today, some who are not quite ready for prime time, mm -hmm. but I, I encourage them and we might stay in touch for three or four years and there might be yeah. a day where I'm like, okay, now let's work together. So I, I kind of weed out some of builders who maybe are not quite there yet. And then mm -hmm. at the same time, like today I've established two new relationships, one with Max Spahn from Germany who's here. Oh, those were Gorgeous. Really gorgeous so that that inlay work in the headstock is so pretty yeah it's yeah. like wow i didn't know there was still so much to do with the three by three headstock that's really nice that you say that because he asked me he was concerned about like because he uses spruce on the face of the headstock which mm -hmm. is unusual um, yeah. most people spruce is common for the soundboard of the guitar yeah. and he was worried about that like no i think that's awesome it's like it's you different. found a way to be different and that's yes. what i tell a lot of young builders or builders in general is you have to somehow stand out from all the other great guitars. Yeah. I had dinner uh, with Max and his sister last night and a bunch of other builders, and they great. were so great. Yeah. So many great people here, yep. uh, just in general. Um, I, I think that it was Megan Wells who says, like, guitar shows are where your heroes become your homies. T totally true. Megan's yeah. a dear friend. She's I've known her for years, and she's, she's what makes the guitar community mm -hmm. what it is. And, and that's actually why I honestly believe guitars are so great today, is all the builders have started to share with each other. Yes. I talked to some of the builders that were around 30 years ago, and they said it wasn't. It was very closed vest back then. It was yeah. like, my secrets are my secrets. But anymore, there are no secrets. And so the, the freedom of information just makes everybody better. Like Max. Max is 24 years old. He's 24? 24. I think I might have peaked. Whoa. <laughs> and he's building guitars that are, you know, knocking my socks off. Yeah. I played more guitars than most people on the planet. So Yeah. Um, uh, his guitars, like they sounded so bright and beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, at least so I only played one of them. I was like, wow, that's really nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's it's really it's a special time in guitars and it's mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's fun for me. And events like this are cool. People like Nicole doing her to set up workshops and then like Layla was like, I really want to go to that. I'm like, go, I'll watch the booth. Like, right. and she came back and she like just learned so much. And like Layla's builds great guitars. She's new to it. Mm -hmm. And Nicole has been building and fixing, mostly fixing and repairing for, for a long time. Like, right. and uh, yeah. 
And there's an example of where I, I met Nicole at, at the first one of these two years ago. Mm -hmm. And I think at one point I gave her a ride home and we got to talk and just got to know each other. And yeah. she's been emailing me for the last two years occasionally just saying, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And yeah. so now we're getting closer to maybe working together. So it's nice. sort of how it works. You build these relationships over time. Yeah, I love that guitar that she made. Just like the little things like that, that kind of B shape that carry throughout the entire guitar. Yes. Like I was playing it uh, back in May. I went up and visited her. And just like looking like, oh, it's there and it's there and it's there. And then she's like, and look at this, it's also here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that is, that's that, those little touches that like show, I think really show the care and the creativity. And I love when you come to shows like this, and it's not just a bunch of like T style, S style guitar right. shapes. It's <laughs> like, like there, there are people who are just trying to expand to something new, like the Michael Spence and that scroll mandolin inspired kind of shape like wow that's i've never thought of that mm -hmm. so yeah no this it's they inspire each other as you mm -hmm. know you talk to nicole and you talk to max you talk to you know gr bear any of these guys and they yeah. all talk about like that's often how i find a builder i'll arrive at a show like this and my 10 buddies that i already know will go have you seen this have you seen that you know and then mm -hmm. i go over and take a look and they all hype each other, and that's a beautiful thing. That's community oh, yeah. versus just, like, straight competition. Really so I think they know they're not really each other's competition in a very traditional sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. like in the same way that, like, also Taylor Guitars is not their competition, as we were talking about. But Taylor Guitars was also here this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I... I Maybe better than most. I, I, I know that the guitars find the right humans. I've mm -hmm. seen it because I sell hundreds of guitars every year of this caliber and it's like they just the right guitar finds the right person it, it, there's yeah. no like way to like predict it it's very mm -hmm. organic yeah so she's like, that, that makes sense <laughs> i get that yeah yeah totally well uh, is there anything else you want to shout out while we have you on the the podcast no just uh we're dreamguitars.com if anybody wants to see all these fine makers you can see yeah we have thousands of videos and, and free lessons and all kinds of good content there so totally check out these wonderful builders that are building the best guitars ever yeah i'll add a link to that in the show notes and uh, uh you've heard of a, a billion times this episode already i'll probably add to the visual thread when i do that on the facebook group uh go to facebook and search get offset podcast join the facebook group visual thread fun things indeed all right well thank you so much it's been a pleasure, My pleasure. it's great so meeting much. you